My name is Matt Brown. You like yeah. an American Express? I couldn't leave home without it. And let's start the show. Oh, yes, sir. It feels like rubber. I, I don't eat the fish here, sir. How come you know this and you're still doing it? My opinion is mad in this restaurant. Because you know it's bad. Yes. And yet you just, against your will, do it. <laughs> Life. <laughs> What's up, everybody? The world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is a Friday, a feel-good Friday, February 23rd, 2024. We have quite a good show for you. We took a little break this week. We were supposed to take a little break last week, but we just moved it up a week because... Some things got in the way, but we are off from our hiatus, and we're back to making great and quality content for you. We are a brand new edition of the Tweet Cab and talking about what's trending in our crazy world. But before we get into all of that, I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding the show across all social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter and X at Prodcomo Pod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations and Facebook at Productive Conversations. So, yes, we were supposed to have our NBA show on Tuesday and or sorry, on Wednesday. And then we were going to take next Wednesday off. But again, some things changed and we just moved it up a week. So that's where the little hiatus, why the, that's why I should say this is why there was a little gap. And um, we're back at it this week and we will have an NBA show next week for you. And we will preview what's left of the second half of the season. I believe there's only five weeks left of the regular season. So we'll talk about all of that, see where the playoff picture is going, and go from there with some NBA content. So today's show is another tweet cap, just me, Ryan, and Jose for this one, where we talk about Dave Portnoy saving a dog, Love is Blind, an update on the Shams and Kay Adams situation, some Sydney Sweeney talk, and a lot of other good things taking place. So it's another good show. Great to have our friends with us to talk all things trending in our crazy world. So why don't we get into it right here, right now. Ryan and Jose, it's your guys' turn once again. Let's talk about what's trending. Here we go. This is a very productive conversation. All right, we finished our short break. So much. I forgot how to do this. Let me get my light. All right, now we're good. <laughs> okay, so took a quick hiatus. We're back. Whole new tweet cap. It was definitely a funny week, to say the least. It's nice to have a nice, calm week of funny stories. And we're going to talk about all of the crazy things that are happening in our world and what's trending here on a new tweet cap here on the Productive Conversations podcast. All right, let's do it. Ryan and Jose are with me this evening. What's up, guys? How's it going, what's Matt? What's up? Great to see you, gentlemen. We have quite the show going for all of us. So let's talk about what's trending in our world. First things first. I will say we are playing a lot more clips now. And let me show Mm -hmm. you a clip. And um, let's kick it off with this clip. Here we go. And let me paint the picture. 
His name is Dave Portnoy, the CEO and founder of Barstool Sports, a controversial figure, a polarizing figure to say the least. But he may have done something to finally curve his haters and prove how genuine of a person he actually is. Let me show you the clip. Dolo, show us the clip. All right. <laughs> and then by Dolo, I mean me. Okay, here we go. Let me show you guys what's going on. There we go. All right, for everybody yes, who's yeah, listening, nice we see Dave there. going yeah. up to a so woman. Yeah, hey. And here's what's happening. She's so special. That's I brought the puppy because she loves the puppy. Yeah, I was afraid that you're going to miss her. Yes. Well, I have his, her brother. Oh. So here she is. I miss <laughs> you. You're cuter in person. I know. She was just like hanging out in the. Oh, I need to. I promise I'd get some. You're so cute. Are you wondering what's about to happen here? Hi. <laughs> You're so calm. Hi. Are you ready to come home? Yes. We have a nice place <laughs> for you. Come on, Miss Peaches. Should just pick her up? Oh, uh, yeah. She's so mellow. Um, okay, give her a little CBD chew to make sure she's up. Oh, you're going to hit you. Yeah, she's gained a little bit of weight. Okay, yeah, I would love Pe to. You got to <laughs> see the smile on his face. Okay, right Miss Peaches. All right. So what happened here? We have Dave Portnoy, who did one of the greatest things a human being can do. He adopted a dog, saved a dog from a breeding shelter. And now he's really changing his image. Since this happened last week, hundreds of thousands of people have praised Dave Portnoy for saving a dog. The dog is a Mrs. Peaches. How about that? A beautiful young girl. And how can you not put a how can you not smile and have your heart warmed watching Dave Portnoy save a pup from the evils of the real world? And you know, she goes from a breeding a breeding shelter to living in a mansion in Miami. What a great moment. Seriously. An awesome story for Dave Portnoy. Ryan, you hate Dave Portnoy. What What do you think about him s saving this pup and well, changing the image? Incredible oversimplification. <laughs> uh, but that's okay because this segment is an incredible oversimplification. Oh, he saved a dog. He can't have any problematic things now because he saved one dog. Uh, no, the dog was really cute. Dave seemed really happy. I think that's awesome. Uh, in terms of what you said about he's changing his image and finally doing something good, I would argue that the things he's done for small businesses have always been good. That That's just true. Um, I think he's still a bit of a troll online. I don't think that's going to change. I think now Mrs. Peach is going to be sitting next to him while he's doing it. I think he's still going to call people out online. He's still going to be brash and bold and kind of a jerk. But he's just going to have a cute dog next to him while he does it. And maybe that will make it feel a little less bad. I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. But this does not change my opinion of Dave Portnoy at all. I don't hate him. I never hated him. But uh, I'm glad he rescued a dog. That's always good to do. If you have the means to rescue a dog, my dog is a rescue. So I'm a big fan of the idea of rescuing a dog that really needs it. Jose, what do you think about this? I can't help that when that... When he was kissing the dog, like all them diseases this guy's gonna have. 
the freak is wrong with them? You mean from and the dog or me- from him? From the dog. What the hell has that dog been licking? Jesus oh, that's, The dog's mouth is just as clean as a person's, they say. Oh, stop it. And then you think about his outfit. You see the way he dressed? He's a millionaire. He looks like a bum. That's called being humble. He doesn't need oh, well. the he no, doesn't need these extravagant clothes. He's a regular guy who has a lot of money. Look at this. Changing his image. Being the hero we want him to be. And maybe I could use a job at Barstool too. But <laughs> he's a great he is a he look at he's a hero. He saved his dog. What a moment. I mean, he on Valentine's Day. He's a hero to Mrs. uh, to Miss Peaches, and that's the most important thing. He saved her, and so she'll be forever grateful. So yes, I agree, Matt. I'll agree with your overgeneralization on this one. That was a really nice thing that he did. Certainly, the clothes thing, Jose. He just wanted to be comfy. He's picking up a dog. It's not going on a date. (laughs) The dog doesn't care if you're in sweatpants. Can we be real honest? This guy's a busy dude, correct? I would, I would assume so. I would assume so. He don't got time for the dog. Now that dog's just going to go and stay in the backyard, maybe one spot where he's pissing and shitting all day. No, I think he's going to. No, he has a, Mrs. Peaches has an Instagram and everything, and he definitely has to take care of her with all the social media stuff he's putting out. I don't think he'll neglect. I think she'll come to work with him. She'll just hang out in his office. That's my guess, personally. Is Pete is uh, what? Not Peaches. Is uh Dave uh married, single, what? It looks like he's he just single. broke up with his girlfriend. Yeah, I believe single, single. Oh, well, it's all right, then. He can have the dog. <laughs> That's what kind of dog? I'm not too good with dog breeds. What kind of dog is that? Look like a pit bull to me. But... Pit bull? Yeah, I was okay. gonna just say that. See, a lot of rescues are at least part pit bull too. So, and people are scared of pit bulls. Yeah, he 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 made this this. I I mean, it's amazing what he did. What a oh, I'll go ahead. I rescued the dog too. I didn't get fanfare. Where's my episode? Well, you, you didn't film it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> what about that story about all them pitbulls being eating that one guy just recently? Eating That's someone? That's not a the tweet cap story. Ate someone? But I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah, know yeah. go, yeah. Y'all look it up. Go to, like he had a freaking <laughs> little farm of pitbulls and they just ate them. Well, well, they ain't an animal. He dead, but he he gone. But well, you know what? When you're hungry, you're hungry. I guess so. Guys got to eat. When when they got they that dog in them, now it's the other way around. That dog's got him. Ryan, you know what? Ryan? I'm gonna use that as my ringtone for all these hoes. Guys got to eat. Guys got to eat. Exactly. As long as the guy is a bunch of dogs on a little farm. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Let's continue on. All right. You know, SNL, they announced a new host, the one on March 3rd. You know who that host is going to be? Somebody who I've realized is the queen of Twitter. She is all over the place, and rightfully so, not only for her her immense beauty and genuine drop-dead gorgeous look, but she's a genuinely great actor. We have the two-time Emmy-nominated actor from shows like Euphoria and White Lotus. She's in Anyone But You, which was a recent hit. She was in the awful Madam Web, but I guess uh, people <laughs> still want to see her. And like I said, she's hosting SNL May 3rd. Sydney Sweeney is uh, just killing it lately. And like I said, she's definitely the queen of the internet, don't you think? 
Yeah, people really like it's weird because it's better now, but when she like first got popular, it was part of it was because she was kind of bad at Twitter. Like she was putting her foot in her mouth constantly. But really? I think people like yeah, people kind of liked that. They liked that she seemed very authentic, right? Uh like this was just her on her phone like everybody else that wasn't like a big team. I don't know if that's true. Might be a big team, but yeah, if I remember correctly, she was not like super media trained when she started going into like the limelight. And so I think people really resonate with how normal she seemed kind of Jennifer Lawrence esque from when Jennifer Lawrence first started out. Okay. I thought everybody just liked her because she was naked. Oh yeah. I mean, that's why, that's why nobody watched Madam Web because she was fully clothed. Oh, well, I mean, in fairness, Truth. in Euphoria, yeah, there was a lot of, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's you why I became a fan. Yeah, uh, that's the reason why I watched the show. Not her her genuine talent? Hell no. You can't, you can't take away from the fact that her looks and the fact that she was in such a raunchy show to launch her career. That that plays a big role in this. I think you have to be, you know, to Jose's credit, we don't give him a lot of credit for these kind of takes, but he's actually right on this yeah. one. <laughs> a lot of her appeal comes from her uh, from her time on Euphoria and like the risque nature of Euphoria. Honestly, I feel like she should send me a check because I took a date to see that movie. Madam, ask me what. No, not that piece of crap. Ain't nobody would see that. What's the other one? Where, uh, <laughs> oh, anyone but uh, you. The rom com. Anyone but you. Yeah, I I went to go take a girl to see anyone but you, and I still haven't heard from her again. So well, she, I blame the movie. She took it to oh. heart. She said, "All right, anyone but Jose. Anyone but you, Jose." Yeah, like, well, th- she probably did because she I picked a dumb movie. Thinking at least I get something out of it. Picked so a dumb Matt, movie. as a, I think you're probably the biggest Sydney Sweeney fan here. What? How do you think she's gonna do on SNL? Like, is she particularly funny? I've never seen anything she's done before, so um, I'm gonna oh, say yes. Okay. I just hear she's really good. To be honest, I okay. haven't seen Euphoria. No, I've seen Euphoria, and I thought it was like, okay, this is d- yeah, this is too Euphoria. much. Like, I don't know. You people make these these people make high school look. Like dangerous to go to. Uh, um, I thought. It yeah, was, I didn't like you. I, I haven't seen anyone but you. I'm interested. I'm. Um, I don't even know what her voice sounds like, but um, I know she's she's, the hot ones. You didn't see the hot ones. Nope. Um, no. But <laughs> I, I know that I she's it. just <laughs> beloved on the internet, and you know she's very beautiful. But from what I gather, she's beyond that. You know, two Emmy nominations before thirty. That's a lot of respect for that. So I, I'll assume, yeah, she'll be great. And it's going to be a highly rated episode. And Definitely. Um, she'll keep on rising up the ranks. She really Definitely think it's going to be a highly, highly rated episode. I do. Yeah. And she's right after Shane Gillis, right? Yeah, Shane Gillis is this Saturday, guys. So, well, now so we'll not right see after. see what happens. Not right after. There'll be one week in between, right? <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So they might lose. Wait, no. She's the second or the ninth? I think she's the second. Oh, she's right after. No, perfect. That's the two. That's the one two punch. They got Shane Gillis is going to get all the, the naysayers to watch because he's like the anti woke comedian, apparently. Yeah. Uh, which I don't think he is, but whatever. We'll definitely People have a review. Yeah. And then right after that, the next week, they're going to have someone that all those same people will find incredibly attractive. I think these could be the two best rated uh, episodes in a while. 
<laughs> this is a strong comment. I mean, SNL is one of my favorite shows of all time, and I'm one of the biggest SNL fans anyone can ever see meet. But um, I don't think the show's funny now. But um, maybe they'll help. They'll help. I it think for they'll, a they'll weeks, get eyeballs for sure. At least those so. be good, but. It'll be some good stuff. Sydney, sweetie, keep on keeping on. And, um, you know, I guess, uh, you you know, prove you're beyond the, your beautiful looks, too, if that makes sense. Like, because let's be real. Like, like Jose's alluded to, people like their bazinga um, with her. <laughs> well, um, respectfully. But I want to say beyond that, she's a genuine actor, so that's why I support her. You know what they say? You don't... You haven't heard her voice. Well, I trust people. I trust people. trust the academy. Remember, we don't look up... We don't look up their ass. We look up their aspirations. All right. Oh, Jesus. We'll get that one embroidered on a pillow somewhere. (laughs) Aspirations. Oh, well, but good stuff for Sydney Sweeney. Now let's talk about another blonde. Um, Bobby Altoff <laughs> is in the news, right? Oh, yeah. So Bobby Altoff, we talked about her a little bit last year, um, about her questionable rise to fame. She just one day showed up, interviewed Drake. Now she interviews a bunch of people. And there's two stories I want to show here. First, we'll go with the more serious one. There were some... Recent AI per AI generated nudes. I've haven't seen them. I saw the one the risque photo, but I don't know if there's like stuff beyond that. Is there like like I've only seen the one photo this time. I'm sorry, I filled you all. I usually find these photos before they get posted, <laughs> but I was unable to find it when I looked earlier uh, today. Well, no issue on that one. Um, Jose, did you see of anything? No, I did not. Oh, I saw the risque one that you were talking about, Matt. Just I didn't see anything else. So there yeah. might be no other ones. But Okay, well, we do have a reaction from her. And I will admit, seeing this specific, specific reaction actually kind of made me like her a little more. So let us let me show you her reaction to these AI-generated photos and the losers who developed them for literally no reason. All right, one second. All right, let me pull this up. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. This is Bobby Altoff reacting to the AI photos. All right, here we go, guys. I went yesterday, I went on X, Twitter, and I <laughs> saw that I was trending. And I was like, oh my God, that's that's a first. I'm trending on Twitter. You guys must really love my podcast. (laughs) Wow. Uh, So I clicked it and I was like, um, what the fuck is this? Uh, And I didn't really like, I I felt like it was a mistake or something. Like, it was like bots or something. I didn't realize that it was actually people believing that that was me um, until my whole team called me and were like, is this, is this real? So you guys, you guys. Anyway, not me. Sorry to disappoint, but what the fuck? No, 
That was so graphic too. I was like, oh my God, I need to cover my eyes. First of all, whoever did the sound, whoever did the dumb button. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, whoever was supposed to censor that missed it a couple times. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Number two, it was that was actually a funny response video, um, I thought. And it was pretty good. Um, Ryan, we've talked about, you know, her before and how we... What's, I don't know what the word I'm looking I don't want to say jealous, but like... I'm not jealous. She's unfunny, by and large. But that was funny. I did yeah. like that. That was okay. funny to me. But her show isn't. And I do understand that she runs a gimmick. And the gimmick is kind of... That dry she, humor. I sure that's the generous way to look at it. But <laughs> her, her her gimmick is that she's mean and whatever, aloof and doesn't care. I don't know. It's a hard gimmick to describe. So I guess dead dry humor is the best way to. Um, but use that loosely. Um, I don't think it works. I don't think her guests think it works. To be honest with you, I mean maybe unless they're all so, in. So on it. why don't we branch off that and I'll actually show you her viral video of her and Wiz Khalifa talking from this past week. So let me pull that up really quick. All right, let's get this going now. So this is Bobby and Wiz Khalifa talking um, earlier this week. So what do you do for a living? My life is like literally revolves around my kid. I work for him. You work for him? Yeah. What's his job? No, I'm saying like I go to work so he Oh, can... I thought you meant you like work for yeah, him. Like well, that's my... actually what you said. So of course purpose. I thought you meant that. He's the purpose that I work. He's the yeah. reason he's the reason why I work. That's a better way to say it. That's why I go to work. Is well, you him. don't yeah, you don't work for your son. My son mm -hmm. inspires me to work. That's great. That's, that's exactly how, that's not how I meant, took it though. No, but yeah. when I said that I work for him, that's what I meant. I, now not I get like it. Like I physically get up and go to work for him. That's what I thought you meant though. You can't do that. Why? He's 11. Yeah, but I don't know what rich people do. Maybe your kid's like already doing something. He has like a brand or something and you work for it. I could see that. It's when you say it like, like, yeah. like that, cool but in a normal world parents don't work for their 11 year old children you don't live in a normal world interesting take to say the least so Wiz that's pretty much your show in a nutshell yeah i don't find it that funny the Wiz, i mean Wiz's at the end is was a little funny he's like that's not what you do in a normal world uh but he clearly looked, in my opinion he looked over it um and i think i don't think he's a good enough actor to play a bit like it's not like a between two ferns thing where everyone's kind of in on it they know that this is coming in my opinion but what i don't i'm not on their teams uh but horrible that this happened to her the ai thing as much as i don't as like you know to circle it around me and matt have talked openly that we don't like the show we don't find her to be particularly funny or talented uh talent is the wrong word because she's obviously got talent she built the show sure. but exactly um funny we don't find her that funny we don't find her show that entertaining uh but this stuff keeps happening it's going to be like a real problem and it's you know she's not, not regulating it for real yeah she's not nobody like she's not taylor swift um but she's not nobody either so like i i don't know i i hope that people don't think that because these women are at so far it's been only women uh these women are famous that 
it's just, you know, whatever they're rich and famous, we can knock them down a few bit. Like, it's just so gross to like, try and do this to people really. Like if this is where your head goes to embarrass somebody that speaks to your self-conscious, like view of your own body and your own, like, you know what I mean? Like that speaks to you. And -hmm. if you're engaging with the content in any serious way, like sharing it around or whatever, why you wouldn't want it to happen to you why would you share it if it's happening to someone else just because they're rich like i mean i get it i wish everybody was rich right that'd be awesome but i don't know i just don't i don't like it It doesn't sit well with me even when it's people i don't like it doesn't sit well with me yeah i think you couldn't say it any better ryan and that's that's obviously a fair take and yeah maybe i don't understand bobby's content and it's kind of crazy how you know, she has all this fame recently and she got a divorce. That was wild. She's young. Yeah, she's 26 years old with two kids. With two already. kids in a divorce. That's crazy young. Like, there's got to be something to that story that'll come out someday. Yeah, you know, I met somebody new recently who is a Bobby fan, a very big Bobby fan. She was telling me how, I guess... He, that they were making content amongst each other, her and Bobby, the ex-husband. And then she's just like, you know what? I'm better on my own. And well, we see what happens. Only left him with his two, two kids while she becomes famous and uh, interviews people like Drake and Wiz Khalifa and uh, do it in a very weird way. And whatever the mystery is with her, it's it's a definitely an interesting one, to say the least. It's also strange because we talked a lot about authenticity on this show. Yeah, how how much people love it. She feels she's the opposite of authentic. She's so much playing a character. Like no matter how you look at it, she's playing a character. Whether it's a good character or a bad character, it's fake. Like she's not being her real self in these interviews. And when she does interviews with other shows, she's been the same way. She ended up fighting with people last year. That's what we talked about because she never drops the bit. It's always like that's always how she is on camera. So, like, I don't know. It's weird that someone who's so inauthentic by design would be doing well in a time where, like, authenticity is the number one thing a brand needs to, like, go viral and to get people's attention. Well, she's also very, very hot. So that helps oh. people wanting to check her the views out. If she was a normal-looking person, she probably wouldn't be this famous. Right, Jose? Eh, she ain't that hot. Well, she's above <laughs> average in looks. Oh, she above average, but when you add baggage, two kids and a divorce, like uh, a lot of money though. And hence That's where, hence why, people don't again understand how can this happen all without being a nepo baby or an industry plant. Well, we've already discussed industry plants—a weird term, but yeah, something weird happened with all of that with the husband thing. So it'll come out someday. It'll be very interesting. I don't know if I like it. I don't know if it'll change my opinion, but it will be interesting when it comes out. It'll be very interesting indeed. All right, let's talk about more inauthentic things in this world. There is a show (laughs) called Love is Blind on Netflix. Love is Blind. Yay, Uh, Ryan. Can you tell us the premise of Love is Blind? Sure. So uh, a group of people... uh, enough for several couples so yeah they're all single uh they go into these uh pods that's what they're called but they're basically these uh connecting rooms where there's uh, a wall between the two groups of people and they just talk to each other for a while 
uh, get to know one another. They they do this with multiple people. It's not one person that you you know you you talk around. You date other people, as it were. Uh, get to know folks. Ask them about you know who they are, what they want to do. All with the idea that at the end of that time period, you are going to propose to one of them, and in four weeks' time, get married to someone that you've never met before. So after the pods, that's so let's say you're a contestant, Matt. You have a bunch of really cool dates with someone, some high drama, some uh, wine out of those gold cups that they're all required to drink of. You propose to someone sight unseen. Then you meet for the first time. Immediately go on a vacation to a tropical island somewhere. This year was Dominican Republic. It's not always there. Uh, and then you go back to these, you know, your home, one of your homes, uh, and plan your wedding. So then you have four weeks from that point on. Uh, and then at the alt- altar, if you make it that far, you could cut it off at any time. Um, you both have to say, I do, and prove, quote unquote, that love is blind. Or if you don't believe love is blind and you made it to the altar, you say, no, love is not blind. I can't do this. And you walk away from the relationship. So that's the premise of the show. Jose, you a love, love is blind fan? Yes, I'm a huge love is blind. I haven't started watching... But the new season I just came out. I'm kind of waiting. Yeah, we've been watching it but too. I am a huge, huge love is blind, uh, love is blind fan. Interesting. I am. I've never seen the show before. Um, there is one particular clip that has gone viral amongst this brand new season. And just <clears throat> let me show you how delusional this woman is. This contestant on the show is her name is Chelsea, I believe. And um, Chelsea, I'll show you exactly. You, I'll I'll show you exactly what Chelsea somehow thinks in her head is true. But you know what Seinfeld said: if you say a lie, if you if you, it's not a lie if you truly believe it. <laughs> so let's, let's see, see what Chelsea had to say that went viral this past week. All right, ready? Mm-hmm. Like a celebrity? Do you ever get told you look like a celebrity? Yeah. Do you? I do. I do too. It's uh, MG. I don't even know if it's MGK's wife or her his girlfriend. Megan Fox. You saying you look like Megan Fox? She definitely, she definitely lied to me on on some uh, how she looked. Chelsea told me she looked like Megan Fox. This would be a great time for the people who have ever told me that I resembled her to come forward, <laughs> please. <laughs> I'm... Okay, it's well, Chelsea. If you want to say that, hold on. Well, Chelsea, if you want to say that, then I'm Brad Pitt. Oh my God! Matt, this looks no. I this want Chelsea. You, this Chelsea does not look like Megan Fox. Matt, I, I mean, come I on. I want you right now to say that you support Jimmy. That's the guy's name. Say I it. do support Jimmy. Let's go, All right, Jimmy. Dolo. Let's get this on the internet uh, because man, you were so wrong. It's insane. I mean, you're not wrong. She doesn't look like Megan Fox. <laughs> I guess but, that's uh, the point. How she doesn't look this, like Megan Fox. All right, but I know our listener. No, let me finish. So, first of all, what we didn't hear, and I actually learned this when I knew that this was the segment we were doing. I saw an interview that she gave recently. Do you want to know? Who, he said that he looked like a celebrity, too, but they didn't show his answer. Yeah, what he said looks he like. He said that people say he looks like Christian McCaffrey. That's what he said? That's what he said. They didn't make it to the show. But she said that when they were talking about who they look like, he said Christian McCaffrey. He does not look like Christian McCaffrey. He looks so like more. Both... He looks closer to Christian McCaffrey than her to Megan Fox. And you know, for everybody who's listening, just, this woman looks like crazy. Adele. 
not Megan Fox. Oh, first that's not of all, a bad Adele thing. is beautiful. Second of all, I didn't well, say she wasn't aggressive. beautiful. You said it aggressive. I didn't say uh, she wasn't beautiful. I'm just saying she looks like Adele. Adele. Uh, Megan her Fox. Megan Fox or her and Adele? I can see Megan Fox. They both got the same type of forehead and shape. They do have a very similar face. I will say that. I don't, I would not, if I saw her, I would not say that person looks like Megan Fox. But but having heard that, and by the way, just so you know, Matt, her friends did come forward and tell Jimmy when when they met for the first time that she was the one who called her or said that she looked like Megan Fox. So this is not. So we got to blame the friends. The friends fall. So this friend said that. I'm just pointing it out. I'm not saying anything else. I'm just saying that it's not like the, she didn't make it up. Someone had told her that. But uh, no, they both they both gave the a, they both picked a very attractive celebrity that they don't really look that much like, other than a couple of features. Again, her like forehead. He has blonde hair. So like they both gave the best celebrity that they could possibly give in terms of trying to uh, you know gas themselves up. Um, but I will say, obviously, we're having fun. We don't know these people and their uh, whatever as far as Let me tell you, and I've worked in casting for unscripted shows. There are people who will think this way to I'm get sure. on. And what I'm saying is that he never gets over. I mean, I haven't seen the end, so maybe he does. But as of this point, he has not gotten over the fact that she doesn't look like Megan Fox. And he's been kind of a jerk about it. So, yeah. I mean, listen, was she wrong? Sure. But he lied to not lied, but he was wrong too. And the fact that he's not willing to, you know, get over this, not good, not good. Doesn't scream someone who's ready to prove oh love God. is blind when all you can do is say, tell you my wife doesn't look like Megan Fox. Let me tell you something. First, I will say, uh, Cara wasn't able to join us today. She had um, a sudden thing happen. Everything's all good. But she did write a comment. That love is blind girl kind of does look like Megan Fox facial features wise. That's what we but said. Her surrounding face is triple the size of Megan's. Well, Cara, I will address that to you next week. I don't know. What, what are you people seeing? She does not look like Megan Fox. Well, now I got to question you guys. Like, well, come on. We, we come all on. see it. You're the only one who doesn't see it. <laughs> I see it. I have I have twenty twenty vision, and I'm right ninety seven percent of the time. So she I'm doesn't saying, look like her. You're the and listen. You know me, Matt. I don't believe that because everyone agrees on something that makes it right. I've said that <laughs> on this show. We could all be wrong, and you be the only one who's right. That's not what's happening. <laughs> but it could be what's happening. Mm-hmm. But no, I would say that her like her like he's at the forehead, her eyes. They all kind of have some Megan Foxy energy. No, her body does not look like Megan Fox's. If I if I'm not going to speak for you, Matt, like full on, but if I had to guess what you're thinking, and you don't admit it, please don't admit it. You're looking at the entire body, and you're saying, "Well, that's not what the girl from Transformers looked like," and that's where you're at. I, no, I'm generally going off the face. I'm generally going off the face. Megan Fox. I'm generally going off the face. Like, no, that's not it. her. I mean, I see it barely, like, to be clear. I would not say, oh, she looks like Megan Fox. But since she's saying it, I can see it. Like I said, and let me tell you about this damn show. And I've watched YouTube complications <laughs> all day. How could you tell me you are setting up a show called Love is Blind about proving that looks don't matter, yet all you do is cast good-looking people. Come on, what's wrong with you people? This is exactly no, why they're not, I love they're not all, the they're not all good. They're not no, all good-looking people, but most of them. There's a couple of grenades in that bad boy. 
No, show me these grenades. I want to see somebody who's a solid oh, five. In the beginning of the season, who has a limp. Season, while you're in the pod, there's like 20 women, 20 girls, like yeah. 20 women, 20 dudes, and it ends up being like five and five usually. That Sometimes not even go down the aisle. Oh, so right. okay, so we'll put the ugly people to knock them off before everybody notices them, so we can say we did it. Like, no, but get it's love is blind. You don't, you don't see them. Theoretically, but the, as long the as they're not lying. but the producers do. But the producers don't decide who gets married. Again, this is exactly why we love Love on the Spectrum because it's authentic like that, and you literally can't sway the cast members in that show. You know what I like about Love is Blind? What do you like? Because I would like stupid. to be on that show. No, I would like to be on that show. You know what? Well, you know, I'll you support Matt that. Get on that show. You uh, should get on it too. Get it on together. It's like crops. It's like take, rolling the dice. You don't know what you're going to get. Just one second. I just need to open the door. Ryan and Jose, you, you guys debate on why the show was so stupid and come to your senses. I'll be right back. Well, I won't come to my... Him. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to come to my senses, but I will say for everyone listening, while we can't be a, what's it called, interrupted, that yes. Love is Blind and Love on the Spectrum are like apples and oatmeal. They're totally mm-hmm. different. Like love on the spectrum, Matt is right. It's very wholesome and it's very real. Like these, they're not actors, and also given their, I w- I didn't say that. Very uh, very vanilla. vanilla. Uh, it's more documentary, right? Like it's more we're if right. we're, we're observing something. And I'll be honest, like the first season, maybe the first two of Love Is Blind, kind of had some of that feeling because it was so new and no one knew what to expect. But Jose, I think you'll agree with me. Uh, my wife does not agree with me. There was so much more talk this season, and part of it's because I spent more time in the pods, like on the episode. But so much more talk this season about like who everyone is dating. Like they created like strat, like not strategy of like oh I'm going to do this, I'm going to that. But, like so much more like what did she say on your day? Well, what did she say on your day? What did he say to you on your day? He said this to me on my day too. Like there was so much more crosstalk between uh, the singles in the pods, and it was made it feel more like a game show, which it is. It's a game show. And I didn't like that, to Matt's point, because it, it feels inauthentic then. If you were dating somebody with the hope of marrying them, you would not go around and tell the other people that that person is talking to everything you said. And so this season, the pods to me felt a little too game showy. But um, I don't know. Maybe you had a different opinion. But maybe, maybe uh, did you compare it to last season? Last season was trash. They only had like three couples make it out of the pots last season. Well, right? they like said was... there was no, there was more couples that made it, but they never aired them because they were boring as hell. I didn't even so hear they, that. It, or they weren't was, good looking they, enough they, for they the producers. Six, Honestly, like Matt, you're probably right. It was only six couples, and oh, and two of them got cut. So there was only four couples. So, but realistically, that's really how it is. Yeah, four I mean, couples is usually Matt, what we get. Four or five. Yeah, me and Matt will be on the show. We'll discuss what do you think of this girl named Charlie, or she eats too much or some shit. We'll fuck. No, I, know, I, I mean, I'm sure that that happens. I'm just saying the show focused a lot on people talking to one another about dates with the same person. And yes. It created it artificially inflated the idea of love triangles this season. Um, and I didn't like that. It felt very Nick, game show. Is Nick Lachey in there? So I need to go call him and go check this out. Is he? On I don't the show? know. Is he, 
He's on the he show. On he's the first the, episode. Yeah, he's Nicholas Shea, so the host, but I just, I just don't know if he's got the power give to host fix it. The whole, host is very loosely host because he only <laughs> on the first episode. You only no, he shows up. He shows up at each new phase. So when they do the pods, he's there. Then when yeah, they go yeah. To the island, he's there. Then then when they do go to the real world, he's there. And then right before they get married. They do like the he's there, and then they do yeah, the review like show. Seconds. So out of the like five shows, out of the five seasons, are any of them together? Oh yeah, yeah. Still? I think there's like out of all of them, I think there's well, either one, two, no, four or like, five. No, because a lot of them got divorced. Like the whole first season, oh, they all got what divorced. a surprise! No, no, Cameron is still very much. With, uh, uh, they're still together. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. One, one. But the rest of the season... Are Barnett, like are Barnett and Amber still together? <laughs> Barnett. That's who I thought you were talking about. Who's no, the no, other no. one? Oh, God. Cameron, and what is her name? The Swifts. That's their last name, actually. Taylor. But Not Taylor. Oh, gosh. It's going to, like... I'm going to be so mad. Hold on. Uh, well, I'm looking it up. But, yeah, Barnett and Amber made it through that season. Uh, yeah, they're still together. All right, I've seen enough. Um, I've done enough. Love is blind. Why don't we there, talk there's about people, something there, else? There's people, Matt. To answer your question, there's like there's like three or four that's still like going strong after their seasons. Love yeah, on yeah. the spectrum. That's the show with the lo- title. Oh, you need to that stop you need it. to watch. Not that love is blind. Watch crap. both. They're different, as no. we explained while Matt was gone. Watch both. You can turn your brain off for a few minutes and just enjoy some heavy reality blind. TV. Yep. What a disgrace. Anyways, all right, I got another I got another clip. Let me show you this. This is some guy driving in an Amazon truck and just see what exactly happened. And um where did this take place in um Hold up. Let me just let me just let me just let me just uh paint the picture. So we have an Amazon worker just doing his job, making his deliveries. This was actually from 2021, and they finally released this release the footage to the public. I guess you know, finally we got through this mess because somebody clearly messed up. But yeah, let's let's watch this clip from 2021. Wisconsin, by the way. All right, this happened in Wisconsin. All right, as you can see here, Amazon worker driving normally. He's wearing all purple, and um, purpley. You know, seems look things look pretty normal at this moment. He is making a turn, and then here is the moment: three, two, one, boom! All right. Couldn't believe this. So, for anybody for sure. who's again on Spotify, how happened? <laughs> An Amtrak truck, an Amtrak train drove perfectly through his Amazon truck. He survived the crash. The train went a rolling, as they say, and he survived. There's no information on the survivor that I have or any of the clear lawsuits. But for some reason, I guess this guy wasn't was not paying attention. Um, They didn't have the barricade. And he somehow drove on the track when there was a live train happening. And he literally was saved by the grace of God. (laughs) Or, (laughs) I mean, what's going on, guys? How did this happen? (sighs) This was so preventable. 
<laughs> this is so preventable, and I don't know. I mean, he you see in the video, he's looking both ways. Like, he, I, I don't know. Like, obviously, they didn't have the thing, and they need a thing there to yeah, stop the barricade. People from, but I don't know. Like, it looked like he was looking. He, it wasn't like he was like listening to music or half asleep. Like, he was looking both ways, he was looking around. He looked attentive. I don't know how that train would have snuck up on him. It's a train. They're, you know, they're famously not great at sneaking. Um, yeah. Well, I, I was in shock. I'm still in shock every time I see it. I'm like, how did he survive? How did that happen? Yeah, let me I... let me tell you the actual. So I have this story from Complex. New footage of an Amazon delivery truck getting split in half by an oncoming train back in 2021 has surfaced online. The damage done is worse than what was originally seen. TMZ got their hands on the new piece of footage that takes viewers inside the vehicle seconds before the Amtrak train crashed through it on River Valley Road in in those in I'm gonna go Ionia in well in Wisconsin. The driver, Alexander Evans, is going about his route when he made the left turn onto the tracks. And, yeah, that's that's what we have. It happened on his 33rd birthday, and he survived. And, like, well, talk about memes being created. This is why Jeff Bezos is using drones. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, he, probably got, he probably got fired on his birthday. He may have got. They may have waited till the next day because he did get hit by a train. Can you imagine being like ah, by a train and got I got fired on my train. birthday? He got hit by a train. You give you give everyone the grace of an a, the afternoon gets off if you get hit by a train. I don't care whose fault it is. If I'm your right. boss and you get hit by a train, like that's just you get the p- afternoon off. A pure engineering uh. feat, like the fact that he was in the right place at the wrong time, but in the right place. To not get hit. How did the truck do that? Like, I don't think that's how trucks typically break. To actually go like perfectly cut through half. In half, like it was basically in half. Like, I, I yeah, that's that's the point. We won't be able halfway to halfway through. The whole truck would go. You would assume. Yeah. Like the fact that it must maybe be some it was sturdy trucks. No, not sturdy. It must be the other. It must be like paper thin, and they just, just cut like paper or butter. Or it kind of. Sa- it sounds like that would make more sense with the amount of Amazon deliveries that happen per day. Mm-hmm. You get something out there. I just the fact that he's alive is insanity. And yeah, you get imagine having to go home to like I hit by a train on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. That's a horrible day. But why would he even work on his birthday? Really you don't work on your birthday, Jose? Hell no! It's a national holiday in my book. I, I work on my. I've worked on my birthday every year since Jesus I started working. So my birthday, I get a dinner. I do have to go out to dinner, but I, I work every the whole day. All right. Let's move on. There is a podcast, a very popular podcast called Kill Tony, and Kill Tony is a show hosted by Tony Hinge. Excuse me. Kill Tony is a show. Hosted by Tony Hinchcliffe, the roast comedian, the insult comic. And he brings a bunch of up and coming stand ups to do a one minute set and him and the crowd judge it, judge the set. So he has this guy named Heath Cordez come on the show, who is a 21 year old up and coming stand up. And let us show you what Heath had to say on his uh, big 
viral moment. So here is Heath Cordes on Kill Tony, everybody. You ready? Ready. I'm excited yeah. for this one. All right. And when I sent it, I asked you guys, don't actually watch it. Yet. Yep. I've not, so, I don't um, believe I've seen this. Okay, so here we go. Nope. Okay. Oh, I have. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to show you right. again anyways. Yeah. Here we go. Heath Cordes. Good news. Yes. I got good news. Okay. Do you want to hear it? Of course I do. I got pussy. Oh, my God. Yeah. It finally happened. Oh. Get it. Get it. <laughs> it's funny. Unbelievable. When did this happen? Yeah, last night. Last night? Last night. I got a whiff of his fist, I can confirm. Yeah. She actually signed up. I bet she did. Yeah. Do you think she should do a minute? If you want, yeah, I think it'd be good. All right. Yeah, I do not know her last name. But give it up for the very beautiful Celia! My name is Cynthia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Heath Cordes, what a moment here. He got laid, lost his virginity, didn't remember the girl's name, and um, he still survived the Kill Tony list. Uh, what do we think of that, guys? What a what a nice moment, huh? This happened on New Year's Eve this year. He's funny. He's been on the show. He's been on, like, he knows them, I believe, or something yeah, to that want, effect. Yeah, he's on there. All you the watch, time. You, you watch Kill Tony? I've seen him. I've seen clips of him various times on Kill Tony, uh, specifically. I think that kid is so, I say kid. He's not a kid. That's the whole joke. But I think he's so funny. He's not a kid? <laughs> he's, he's 21. 21. So, I mean, he's young, oh, but Jesus. he's, yeah, he's good. Like, he's, I, he, he explained on his Instagram what's going on. Like, he does stand up. I've watched his regular stand up. And he in that mm-hmm. set explains why he looks and sounds the way that he looks and sounds. Right. But, like is that uh, his bit like a geeky young kid? It's not a bit. He actually has an issue, like an issue. He's the development thing. That's how he actually looks and talks. Yeah. But um, but I mean I don't know a lot of twenty one year olds who look like that. I don't. He looks like the geeky kid from Boy Meets World, the one that's not in the main cast. Yeah. No. He he's oh, again, what's his name? Check he out his funny name. Oh, I um, Minkus? Minkus, yeah. Is it Minkus or Mingus? Either or. What? Either or. You yeah. guys, you guys, that wasn't that something else. You think he's that gonna was be funny. one of the next great comedians? I just now? I just found yeah. out about the show recently. The, it's the pretty clip cool. with Ric Flair walking out. It's a pretty cool stand-up show. It's like a good time killer. Nice to have in the background. They're gonna do one in Madison Square Garden, I think, this yeah. summer or spring. So it's like it's legit go. big. 
It's a big, big podcast. I feel like, though, to answer your question, Matt, I, I see myself a big ceiling for poor uh, Heath. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, what about um, not going to get not going to get any like movies out of him? Right. You're not going to get. I just don't see. I'm sure he'll be fine. Like, what about his lady friend that took his virginity? She uh, was something else. I mean, yeah, it's funny. It I mean, it was the funniest. It was the funnier bit oh. for him. Did you say Jose? She was hideous. I, you Christ. know, we don't, we don't, you know, everybody's oh, yes. entitled to their opinion. Well, I think um, the joke for was Cynthia. I think the joke was that he's so small, and Cynthia is decidedly plus size. Uh, person yes so obviously that was the bit and i think it was funnier for him than it was for her uh i don't so i don't believe that her doing that is going to help her stand up at any point in time but i wonder how that exactly happened like how did they get how did they meet how did he get the riz do you think it did what did did i think it did i mean could it just been a bit no i think it was real like (laughs) Let me say, she looks a bit promiscuous to be blunt. About sure, it. no, I'm not so, saying it, as it long as she's be, being respectful. Curious. Not that there's anything wrong with being promiscuous. I'm saying, and we're not slut shaming here. I'm just saying she looks like she's very open about um that kind of stuff. I'm just just to just. just I have not heard her set. Looks. I would love to yeah. hear her set. But <laughs> what if she okay, said there's nothing wrong with that, but you know, she was like, like she's open. She's making out with the young kid uh, in front of everybody. So she's showing too, yeah. the type of energy she is giving off. Like, if you know what I mean, <laughs> I do. He, uh, again, he's, he's a funny comedian though. I don't, I don't think, I think the look will hold him back from any like significant mainstream appeal. Personally. All right. Now, now you want to go from a silly love story to a genuine one. I have an update for you guys. We talked last week about Kay Adams and Shams Chernia um, establishing this romance together. Now, I have an update. I have two. So this was Valentine's Day. Um, Was there another level to this? They go to the Super Bowl, Mm. besties and everything like that. And um, Shams responded to the besties comment with this. He was able to provide Kay Adams with a Valentine's Day gift. What Valentine's mm-hmm. Day gift? Let us show. Let me show you exactly what's going on. So this again, this is the Tuesday after the Super Bowl. No, the sorry, the Wednesday after the Super Bowl. So they had the besties thing happen. Three days later, this is what happened. Oh, just hide it. Just hide it from the cameras. But uh, so what is this? Are you ready? Who is this? What's happening? For me? Yeah. From who? From Hammy? <laughs> what is this? Okay, with much love and admiration for you as a person, happy Valentine's Day. Shams! Well, who wrote that? He wrote this? This is horrifying writing. Um, what are these? Shoes, yeah. Oh my god, these are the sneakers he had on at Super Bowl! 
I told him that I made fun of him for wearing such nice sneakers. Um, these are so cute. Are these my son? Oh, he asked me. He said, how big is your... <gasps> Shams. This is the sweetest thing. Thank you. Look at this box. This is unbelievable. With much love and much admiration for you. So I'm putting, look, at my shoes aren't even on. I was like, look, at, we were vibing. I was ready for this. Oh, I need a pedicure so bad. I don't even look at the bottom of my feet. Oh, my God. Um, I'm going to put these on. All Ooh. right. So you guys get the gist. As you can see here, Shams got Kay Adams a Valentine's Day gift. Asked for the foot size and everything. And um, going off this initial reaction, you think they're more than besties. She looked pretty happy. She had that little voice crack from who? I don't this know. Is what we, we said this last week when we talked about the whole the whole thing. I don't know what they are right now, but they both clearly like each other at least a little bit. At least a so, little bit. So I'm sure if they're both feeling it, and you know they'll get there eventually. But no, I don't know that this changes. Like I'm not like oh they were friends and now they're more than friends. I think they they're both crushing on one another. They have money, you know, enough money anyway. So they can get each other nice gifts and go to the Super Bowl, etc. Um, yeah, I think that they like each. I think that they like each other. I'll give you that, Matt. I don't know what it means for their relationship status, but I do think they like each other. And Jose, oh, Ryan, this is bullcrap. This is bullcrap. Why? What do you mean? Ask you a question. I can't ask you a question. You said they both like each other, right? I do. I do think that. What the What the hell did she give him? <laughs> Nothing. That's true. He didn't even, he didn't even, she didn't even think of him for Valentine's Day. Nothing. Yeah. At all. She said she was going to have one, his babies the week before. Uh, yeah. That's, that's Listen, it's, it's, she's playing it. They're both playing TV because it's all that bull crap. I'm, it's not. Like, he brought some ugly red shoes. That's it. <laughs> I don't think it's just that shoes. you, I think you're, I think you're correct. I think that she clearly was flirting with him in that first meeting with one another. But why why okay, can I ask you a question? If I like a girl, I'm not gonna put it on national TV. I'm just gonna be like, hey, my my room number at the Hilton is one thirty two. But that's not courtship, Jose. I hate to break it to you. Someone had to do it though. We've been doing this enough time now. The way you do it isn't romantic. It's not courtship. If you like someone doing what this is for everybody. If you like someone, like someone, doing anything Jose says on this show anyway, I don't know what he does privately is the worst idea possible. It's Listen, the guys. opposite of going to work. You <laughs> might be you might bi- get some, but you're not going to have a relationship <laughs> with these people. You, you're gonna get you're gonna get some, and you're gonna save a lot of money in your pockets. So but that's be a my you guess. problem. Go buy, that's go a you buy problem. Go red glasses. I mean, red shoes or whatever the hell they want, and get nothing. Be like, what's his name, Sean? Sean. Uh, what a crappy name. Anyway, and get nothing in return. He's got a cool name. Get nothing in return. Like I, I got Valentine's Day. He plotted Valentine's to go buy some shoes for her. Blah blah blah. Thinking, oh man, I'm about to get something in return. And got no. See, that's where you're wrong. He didn't think uh, he was getting anything in return. Not everything is transactional. <laughs> X does not always equal Y, okay? He probably was at the store. He saw the shoes, remembered a conversation he had with the girl he liked about those shoes and said, oh, let me buy the can shoes. Can I ask you a question? All right, can I ask you another question? Uh, you have balls. You have balls to do that on live TV, right? 
I mean, he's a, so you trying to tell me he's a celebrity, he has, sort of. He's not like an A-lister, okay. but he's like he on TV. Balls. If you got balls to do that on TV and know yeah. that you're not going to get nothing back, she didn't think of you back and got you anything back in return, why don't you just ask her out at the Super Bowl when you were together? <laughs> Maybe they're still feeling it out. Maybe they don't know so what they are yet. I ha- oh, let so me, let, let me, me go put that on national TV and buy you some love and affection. You've so, been friend-zoned, my dude. I actually have an update for you guys. Shams went on the Pat McAfee show two days later, and this is what he was asked about. You ready? All right. Let's hear it. All right. Here's Shams on Pat McAfee two days after giving that Valentine's Day gift. As a free agent, uh, they were pursuing him. A few other contenders were pursuing him. Uh, I I think their team, you still have to consider as dangerous. Okay, and are you and Kay Adams dating? I saw you. Whoa! Yeah, got her shoes. That's a great colleague of mine. You know, I think she's amazing. You you got to know her a little bit too. Hmm. We do know her. Yeah, we're big fans. We're certainly big fans. I I think I think she's amazing at what she does. I enjoy going on her show. Uh, You know, obviously she has to me. Like with you, similarly, you make me feel comfortable when I'm on your show. Nice. She makes me feel very, very comfortable. Oh, you're comfortable our, around each other. That's, I, a, good, that's I, a good start. I, that's, that's a great that's start. A great start. That, that's number we, we one. Saw, we saw we saw the Super Bowl together. Oh, uh, Whoa, we, right we, next we, to we, we, we were in the suite. We were in the FanDuel right, suite. Nice. Did you get a- drinks? Amy Howell was out there. She was doing her thing. Nice. Was Raffensburger you know, there? Raffensburger was there. I didn't see him on the. Uh, I didn't either. Whenever they the stock thing, I yeah. didn't see him up there. I thought maybe he wasn't anymore. That's good crew. Got some inside info. It was good. So you are. I, I I I wouldn't classify uh, myself. Any news any we have not asked you about that we should ask you about? Driving to Milwaukee, Indiana. All right, your reactions, Ryan and Jose. Jose first. Well, obviously smashing all the girls. He do to you. Good job. <laughs> Keep your option open. So yeah, that actually that interaction was not coy enough for them to be dating. He was being that, very. He was definitely showing that the professional killed, side. Yeah, that that killed any thought that those two are even secretly dating. Even if you're secretly dating, trying to stay professional, I don't know. They're not dating. They're not dating. They might still like each other. They might still be crushing, but they're not dating. There's that, only one. You're trying to. He's trying to woo her to sleep with her and call it a day. I don't think that's what's happening either. Oh come on now, come on, Ryan. That's so much <laughs> extra work. You have to buy shoes. You have to do all this stuff. I mean, if that's all that. Do you think into, you she do established that after that happened on Valentine's Day, then Friday? Do you think it between maybe on Thursday she said, you know, really, I really like you, Shams. I think you're an amazing guy, but I don't see us being romantic it's with each awesome. other. And then when he's asked the question by Pat and he's being the boy, like the macho boy, like, so what are you with you and her doing? And guess when we literally witnessed business and pleasure mixing at the same time between them. And he has to say the right things because, you know, she gives him airtime. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that he said she makes me feel comfortable like you, Pat, is how I know that they're not. (laughs) You just wouldn't say that. (laughs) <laughs> you just not you just say no you know we're close you know close friend of mine really enjoy hanging out with her at the super bowl but we're not we're not really dating at this time that's what you would say and you would just move on if you were dating secretly and didn't want anyone to know to keep it professional the fact they talked about the other people who were there talked about how great what what's it called was doing on the field you know mm-hmm. what i mean like he talked about way too many other people for it to be i'm hiding a relationship my opinion Is, and this was because he was heartbroken 
Maybe. Or maybe they just have never been dating, Matt, and you got played. No, there was there was something. There was definitely <laughs> something. Jose, you're nodding your head. Because he got played. He got Damn. played hard. He got played for them uh, over price shoes. <laughs> oh my god. So we were so we literally witnessed shoes. so we witnessed a major friend zone situation, huh? Maybe, yes. but they might they might not have ever wanted to be with oh, one another. Come on. Yeah, I yeah, I have to be Jose, no, I'm agreeing with you, Jose. Now you're disagreeing with me just because I'm talking. You said that they didn't like each other at all, and I'm agreeing with you. I'm like, yeah, it's possible they were Come never. Come on, that I smile now, he had, think, that, that smile think, was not in that Pat McAfee video. I think she like, I think he liked it, her. I think she didn't want was just being really nice and friendly. Got kind of see this sucker coming in from a mile away. Let me get I what I sucker, can get off but... this dude. And just suck it in for red shoes and sucker. Those are just sneakers. If all you get, if you're, there's another bit of bit of overpriced sneakers. Over another bit of free advice. If you are going to sucker somebody out of their stuff, stick around long enough to get more than the sneakers. Okay, the sneakers are not the prize at the end of the time. Well, maybe she maybe she got a couple of other dudes, and they're all watching that. I mean, she dated Julian Edelman and CJ Uzama. That's yeah. some competition. Oh, yeah, for see, jobs. Come on, God, Ryan. Ryan, do you feel comfortable? <laughs> That's who Ryan. has to compete with NFL players. Ryan, do, Ryan, do you feel comfortable doing this podcast with me? <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Are I'm you going to buy me some shoes? I would tell you to have. Because I'm not crushing on you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, also, I, none of us have the money to be buying each other just shoes for fun. <laughs> Let's just put that okay, out there true. in the world too. If I had, you no, know actually, I'm re- I'm retracting. If I had all the money that I needed, if I had, was wealthy, yeah, I was saying, I'd buy you some shoes. What shoes do you want? Maybe a couple, like a Jordan ten and a half. Okay, Jordan ten and a half. <laughs> Matt, I'll find something hey, nice for you too. <laughs> if I had that kind of props. money, sure. I would buy I would buy my collaborators and friends shoes if I had the money. This is a very productive conversation. All right, Jose and Ryan, great job as always. So what happened was the show ends there and we had to we had some technical issues, but that was the last planned segment. So after that I just, uh, we all said goodbye after that. So nobody missed anything. And hopefully Shams and Kay make it. That would be very interesting to see. But regardless, great show by Ryan and Jose. And thank you for listening. And I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding the show across all social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter and X at Pod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations and Facebook at Productive Conversations. So that'll wrap up this short week. We're back at it on Wednesday with our NBA midseason preview show. They tipped off uh, yesterday, and we had an awesome Knicks win. And, you know, that's probably the my priority for the rest of the NBA season, seeing the Knicks rise in the East and just needing everybody to be healthy and make a run. So you, we will have our eyes set on that with the Knicks, but we'll also talk about the entire league as a whole. Um, the Celtics staying dominant, the Bucks collapsing after their coaching changes, the Pelicans and the 
Pistids are truly at a loss for words with how bad they are. It seems that the West is genuinely wide open with the T-Wolves and the Thunder and the Nuggets making a push. Very interesting stuff. So we will talk all things NBA on Wednesday and then another tweet cap on Friday. And yeah, that'll be March. Next tweet cap's in March already. So as they say, time is flying by, but we will sure make the most of it. Thank you to Ryan and Jose for what they've done on the show today. I want to thank Dolo Ren for what he does behind the scenes, and I want to thank you, the greatest fans and listeners in the world, for always tuning in and being the very best podcast a fan base can ask for. We love each and every single one of you. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. Don't forget to check in on your friends and family. Have a wonderful and safe weekend, and we'll be back at it next week on Wednesday. All right, have a great weekend, everybody. Peace.